Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to DocuSweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, honey, which is, I mean, very, very bitter. I mean, spicy, especially this week, honey. That new moon and my hormones, spicy is, I mean, the beginning of it. But at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet. Yay! Like a treat. Yeah, like a sweet treat. Yeah, like a sweet treat. You know what? Like a trick or treat. Guess what season it's almost. Almost Halloween is my favorite. the best type so right now we're talking about love after lockup thank god we are love after lockup love during lockup just weighs on my spirit uh season five episode one born yeah why yeah i don't know that's true we don't know (laughs) i looked it up so okay one lol fun detail about that if you haven't noticed and that we cannot categorize and they can't categorize their own episodes if across the land we don't know if this is love Love After Lockup, season four, episode 201 mm-hmm. or whatever. So we're, we're, I mean, that's in this moment, that is what I looked up and I, I committed to it. And then mm-hmm. if we want to change it, we can. I you just to say some numbers and edit it later. You all say whatever you want. I just never know. It's like, it'll be like season three, episode 54. No. And it's like three, it's like love, love during, love after and whatever, uh, yeah so it's just like love in the time of lockup oh my god it's it's crazy i was excited about the the cast of characters in this one um uh sheree looks crazy with her little butt cheeks out uh his mom looks crazy too uh and then renika and asante uh, chris i don't i kind of don't want to talk about them because anything that i have to say negative about asante will feel bad because he has gone on to the other side but i mean not that i feel like you shouldn't talk ill of the dead like i will i love talking ill of the dead but maybe not on a pl- public platform you know what i'm saying let's talk about renika and asante for the last time for the first and last time for this show um so basically this fool gets out she is pacing and acting a fool until he comes out she jumps on him and they make out and then they get in her car. And did you notice that her rear driver's side window, there is none. She has like plastic and tape around it. So, I mean, you know, she's like, I spent almost $4,000 to move. And I said, that is it. So <laughs> she, <laughs> she, the boots, like it's a whole, it's a whole situation happening with Renika that we are noticing. And she is so excited. And she's like, I'm going to leave the auntie shit alone because I just love my man. Uh, I love my man. And then he's just being so, to me, shady in the car with her. And then the the auntie girlfriend calls and she hands the phone over and then he, he didn't put it on speaker and she is just threatening to pop him in his face. And so the whole car ride, when he's talking to his auntie girlfriend, he has his hand up waiting for her to like sock him. And I was like... <laughs> that is so funny and like i get it that you know she's like you boy blah 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 and that's how some people are you know they they hit each other you know whatever but uh he said listen are you gonna be with me or are you gonna be with me he didn't even try to deny it chris he was like you gonna be with me or are you gonna be with me are you gonna be are you gonna leave me then just leave me on the side of the road right now i know i know she's yeah she like sometimes has like the energy of like a little sister with him like the way that she dances while he's going to get released and stuff like that. Like, you know, she has like a, a little cis energy, you know, like, 
I, I guess also the the hitting in the car kind of felt like little. I mean, I listen. I don't know. I'm a bit of a little sister too. This is just whatever you say, but, uh, or whatever thing it is. But I noticed one thing about the car is that there was a Coca Cola can like rolled like forward as if as if there's some sort of add on to her like you know whatever like driver compartment that is like a coke dispenser and i wondered if they were cold like it was like a rolled it was a coca-cola that was like ready to have open and they didn't blur the cola part it was so obviously a coca-cola and i just didn't like they didn't bother blurring one thing so yeah um they like get in a fight over the auntie thing they never really talk about it again then of course they show off the airbnb that she brings them to it says the word gather on it you know god bless like you know so this is we know the living room because they put word art on the walls and she's like do you want to see the king and queen room and he does honey and that's where he gets on the bed in jail clothes and she calls him out on it and yet she she wants to get it in he's been talking about how he wants to get it in they're both very very horny and then in the middle of the night he just gets up honey gets out of that room somehow there's like you know like cameras and he gets into an unknown person's vehicle his aunt's I'm not quite sure his aunt's vehicle. It gave me a little bit like Monique and uh, what's his face Derek. vibes, Derek vibes. Yeah, he came know? out in a hoodie and and the car was blurred out as though like we could see exactly who it was. So I don't know if it was Auntie because Auntie's voice they fixed that voice right because that mm-hmm. sounded like a very deep voiced individual. So I'm like they've they've covered the voice up too. So Auntie girlfriend did not agree to be on this show. So I just know it's going to be a lot of shenanigans. I'm not interested in like, you know, talking about what they're going through because, you know, people get upset when you talk about trash people who die. So I'm going to, (laughs) that's the last you're going to hear of them. Um, All right. Okay. Why don't we actually make a little money while, how about that? Oh, I love making money. I love it. Okay, guys, going to go make money. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, so much money. Oh, my God, the money. <laughs> money makes the world go round, you know, just uh, just really rich now, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you for listening and helping us towards our goal of richness. Rich, rich. Uh, so the next couple that we can talk about is, let's talk about the new couple. Okay. Um, Sheree and Anthony. Now, Sheree Sh- seemingly likes to show off her body which I love for her. Mm-hmm. I loved that she had a nice car, even though it had a key entry, which means it's a little older. <laughs> and, um, but she, I, th- I, li- I like the way she carried herself. I loved her eyelashes. I liked her hair. Um, but she seemed a little crazy. She gave me Justine vibes a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I was also confused because the way, they didn't really do a good job of introducing her. Like, I feel like, and so much so that while I was like, she has got to have been on a previous season. Because no. 
because of how just suddenly, well, I was once in, I was in Florida, but now I'm in New York. And I was like, oh, who are you? <laughs> Come again. Nice to meet you. I was like, yeah. you know, like, who are you? Like, what do you do? Like, who are you? know, so, but Justine, no, not Justine. Like it took me nine minutes to realize it wasn't Justine, but no, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Uh, also where's Justine and Michael, but okay. So, um, because this is love after lockup. So they're still loving after lockup. Anyway, so she lives, um, wait. She goes and visits Anthony's mom and, or Anthony's mom comes and visits her house. Anthony's, she, okay, let me get, let me get this right. Anthony is the dude that she's with and her and Anthony have a place together. And uh, Anthony has given his mother a key. So the mother just shows up now. Now, does it feel a little forced? Yes, it does. Because somehow the mom is just like there cooking and Sharice has like, um, or Sheree, sorry, has, I said, wrote down, Sharice is Anthony's mom. And I think that Sheree is the new lady Michael. for sure Sheree is the new lady i didn't catch Sharice is anthony's mom but yeah so she says that this is the condo that we own together and i don't know how because that man has been in prison for seven years and she's only been dating him for three so that is her home and it doesn't look like she just moved that looks like a well-lived in home and so she gets in and she's like why are you in my kitchen and we're like who and then we turn over and see this woman who requires some concealer cooking in the kitchen. And the woman is his mother. And he's like, oh, he's a real mama's boy. And I said, but he ain't been around his mama in seven years. So how does that make him a mama's boy? <laughs> so, Anyways, though, uh, she's talking about cooking and taking care of him when he gets home. And Sheree's like, uh-uh, you can't do that. Yet Sheree has allowed this woman to have a key to their house. So this all feels fake and forced. Chris. I completely agree. I I, I want to say at one point they show the mom and behind her, there's a bunch of books and all the books are blurred. And I was like mildly annoyed because I'd love to see like... I wasn't going to see like what people like to display in their home. Um, and of course we get their little sharpness that they have a secret, you know, and we're going to find out their secret. So this is the secret. The secret. Ready? Is that Anthony was married before. And uh, he's just like, you know, once he got in prison, he just like that, you know, that puttered out. Okay. So he just applied for a divorce and then just like never really checked up on that. Meet Sheree. They fall in love. They want to get married, but they can't get married because he's still technically married. His divorce hasn't gone through, but she told everyone. And so now what she did is she has to, she has to go online and purchase a fake marriage certificate. So You're that, already tired. You're so tired. You, 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 you paused in it because it's, and, and huh, because it's a stupid ass. It's stupid. It's like fake. he's already divorced now, Chris. So she doesn't yeah. need the fake one. She could just actually go get married to him in real life. And it's like, how many people are like, you ain't married to him. Show me that marriage certificate. Yeah, that's What is she going to do? Post it on the wall? Yeah. <laughs> what is the point of all this? And she starts crying. Like, we were supposed to be in love because we've known each other since we were 14 and we dated when we were 14, but he cheated on me. I'm like, don't count any, any relationship you were in in high school. Is it real? <laughs> oh, I, I kept my relationship in, in preschool. Oh, Robbie Robinson? My first love? Kind of the reason why I have the scar above my eye? <laughs> oh, yeah. Robbie Robinson in Jelly Shoes was a match made in hell. Um, basically, yeah. Like, as you said, they have this, they have this history. And that in like, I also love the fact that she also is like inviting her babies, her father, the father of her baby to 
this like wedding reception or whatever his release reception or whatever because he always like the, would be like throwing the relationship back at her face like that they hooked up when they were like 14 and like she's like giving it another go with this guy that just like has been her like first love uh from back in the day uh one of them you're totally right white or sorry you're totally right Am I? is that i'm black chris <sighs> don't i'm not totally white <laughs> you're right about this like so someone's gonna be like are you really married let me see the marriage certificate and not be like is that bitch really married you know what i can easily do look online at public records like i you can look up public records like newsflash you can look up a lot of things why and i'm and boy do i but here's the thing you can look up you know there's like not someone who i i don't mind i don't see a person that would be like i am so suspicious that i would go to her face and say you're not married unless i look and see the certificate and that same suspicious person would be like is this bitch married let me look online and see if this is real you know what i'm saying like and if they do it's not real anyway that's my that's my thing about that oh one thing i want to tell you that i love about her at one point, she she's wearing this like black tight tank top, and I love low hanging natural boobies. And they, and they're, and I realize you can't tell at first, but they've censored out her boobies. And I'm like, why are they censoring out these boobies? They're in uh, a tank top, and it's because it's see through. You can see like all the nips and all the areolas. And I I liked it. It's like the first one is booty cheeks out, and then the next one she got her whole. Like, where is her son? <laughs> like, she talked about her son and how, you know, the baby daddy uh, be like, well, your man ain't here, so that's why you're lonely. You're yeah. cold at night because your man ain't here. And I'm like, ooh, sick, <laughs> sick burn, bro. Like, it is just, the whole thing is crazy. The mother in the kitchen with her wig and her lashes, like, the whole thing is just the wildest thing. That I'm like, oh, God. And then the secret, I was like, I will say, though, that she looks great in her confessional shot like i know I, I just loved it i love the like silver the earrings i mean to me she's always going to give some kind of look and that's what i'll be interested in yeah i i do i yeah now that i said the justine does that register does it, like the just even like that flint of straight hair in the confessional look would that give you justine yeah i can see what you're saying now except for she actually has makeup on and justine just would not find the concealer okay it's 14 Ready kids to... justine has 14 kids <laughs> ready to move on yeah Ugh. uh Let's do something nice. Brittany and Key Rock. Okay. Oh, you guys. So um, her nails are cute. So at first she's on the phone talking to her bestie. And she's like, Bess, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous, Bess. Oh, you tell me Key Rock coming out. So they're having that conversation. And Key Rock picked out her nails, which I thought was really cute. And uh, <laughs> she- Gummy uh, bear nails. Yeah, gummy bear nails. Um, and it just I was like, yeah, they were kind of like, they were kind of just like soft, multicolored rainbow nails, like pastel colors. Yeah. Um, I don't know any of these notes that you've written here. So if you could talk about the pops with a heart. <laughs> okay. and So yeah, I will. So sorry. So one thing is that then Key Rock calls, right? And I'll just say this is a mild, small thing. Key Rock's ringtone is your phone's basic alarm tone. Oh yeah. It's like, blah, 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 blah. Like, oh no it's like dong 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 <laughs> so it's like ding ding you know like whatever like you know like that alarm tone that's like sudden chimes or something like yes. it's just not ever a ringtone it's so alarmy and so like that's why i was like that's key rock's alarm like why is that as a tone but anyway god bless so then the other thing is that uh she in 
is, you know, in these kind of PJ pants and then she goes out in real life and she's still wearing those PJ pants. And I just, I didn't love that. You know, I think that there's sometimes some things are, I think that we have to go back to a society that some clothes are indoor clothes, are indoor clothes. Some clothes are comfortable and some clothes are outdoor clothes. And in the Venn diagram, indoor, outdoor, comfortable is this over thing. So some things are pajamas and they are comfortable, but they are in fucking doors. And like, then you can have sweatshirts and sweatpants that are comfortable that you can go out in. So, I mean, I just, you have to really understand the fabric to make that choice. And that was a bad choice. Okay. Is this the uh, other thing is that. No, okay. You, when... okay. I'll find it. It was something like that. It was like, I don't know. Listen, when you're talking, I'll go and find it. But I want to say the other thing is that I have now become completely uh, hyper-focused on people's contact names for people. Every person on any 90-day show and every Love After Lockup show always makes an emoji, as you said, after. And so here is another one where she has emojis for everyone. Design a person... It's something like that. Maybe it's that. Where it was so like, I think that's almost like too. Um, now I'm gonna, I'm gonna find it. It's actually not. That. Okay, I know you're it's gonna find it. Okay. Okay. So, um, and now I'm gonna give it to you so that you can, so I can look it up. Okay. Try Maybe. slow rise. Try slow rise. I think okay. that's it. We'll do it. Do it. Push it. Okay. Okay. So, um, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. That. <laughs> that is it. She uses this ringtone for key rock and i was like that's so like <laughs> i think it's that one uh, it's something like that where it's you know i now to go back and listen to it again it's like all these sound like so specifically familiar um i will say one thing is that you know she she's not a very vul- she doesn't really al- allow a lot of vulnerability we really haven't seen a lot some it's just like oh she's trying to do beauty and some weird person eb is like stalking her and like you know and the trans thing is like his beautiful thing. And we've only seen like one weird IVF thing, but she will say this. She does feel like a little bit uh, sensitive about her body when she last saw Key Rock, like she was in prison. And, you know, it is a definitely a whole thing where people gain weight out of prison across the board. So like, you know, I think like Michael, like Michael just seen him. I don't mean to like just go around and down the list, but like everyone, you know, Lindsay, they, everyone has gained a little weight from like what we've seen, you know, which is makes sense. Like you get to have yummy food whenever you want now, you know, except for Amber and puppy. Then bitches came out and lost weight. So it's interesting though. Cause I'm thinking like, it must be what the food is like. Maybe where they were in Georgia, it was better food than wherever, you know, some other people are. Um, and so I, she was worried about that. And I was like, girl, you fine. Don't worry about it. And he she's said the same beautiful. thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I think she's so stinking cute. So, um, I yeah, when she she then goes to set up the hotel room and she calls her father and she starts, has a whole conversation in Spanish and talks to her father about possibly coming down for Key Rock and meeting him because Key Rock wants to ask for her hand in marriage. And she says that dad doesn't know that they're already engaged and you know, that thing, the relationship is getting better. And then she says something like, you know, my parents think I'm basically the worst. Like I went to prison, I didn't go to college and I got a tattoo. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, 
<laughs> not that she's the worst, but that's the same thing my parents would feel like. You didn't go to college. You you went to jail. <laughs> and you got a tattoo? Wahima. Devils, you know? Um, I wonder who Anita is because that's the tattoo she has. So maybe that's her mother. Um, but anywho, so she has a cute conversation with her dad as she puts in batteries for uh, the candle. And then she's like, I didn't even sleep in that bed the next morning when she has to go pick him up. She's like, I didn't even sleep in that bed because I didn't want to have to remake it. And I was like, baby, you're at a hotel. So if you slept in the bed, then when you came back, it would be remade. So <laughs> she's staying at a pretty fancy hotel because she's like, can you bring my car down? And so she's a little late or, you know, a lot late because she's like running to the car and she feels like she's not going to be there in time to pick him up. It's 7 a.m. She's getting herself ready. She calls his mother on the way. I believe his mother's name is, T or, yeah, Tammy. And Tammy is so sweet with her. And I love their relationship. I love the fact that Tammy allowed Brittany to go. Maybe it's maybe Tammy couldn't make the the drive, but I just like, you know, we have so many scenes where parents, mothers specifically, are fighting with the girlfriends or the wife to like meet the son or whatever out of prison. And it really takes the son to like lay down the law. Like we have Melissa and Louie, you know, she's gonna be fighting with Donna the whole time to decide who's gonna pick up Louie. And so it was nice to see harmony, harmony. So then she gets there. Now she has the night before or 30 days before, sorry, sent him some clothing so that he's able to come out style and profiling. And she does. And it was a great choice that she chose red because she can't go on the prison grounds, her being a parole person herself. So she's able to see K-Rock as K-Rock exits. And it was just such a sweet moment. She's crying. The only thing that I thought was weird, it was like, why you got that little ass church purse? Also, as we know, I think that the prison greeting outfit should be a onesie jumpsuit, especially. Me yeah. <laughs> the, I mean, come on now. Justine set the blueprint of how you need to go to the prison to meet your mans. Two things. You need a onesie jumpsuit. You need a hot car. And check, she had a hot car. She got like a beautiful E-class. She called, you know, she called Key Rock's mom on the way there. They have a beautiful conversation. So we like know that it's like a really be uh, loving, joyful time. And she's so excited. Yeah. So as it's a beautiful, um, you know, time for them to like come together and like hug on the side of the road when she's outside of prison walls. And, uh, you know, we set up a very interesting you know, scene for us to watch was that Kirok has been in prison for seven years. And so besides the fact that Kirok has talked to his mom and obviously his mother has, you know, heard an obvious change in Kirok's voice, she's, she has not seen Kirok uh, go through a, a masculinization of, of a face and body. She's waiting to see it. You know, she's never seen her son really, you know, like in, and so here's a, there's a lot of um, anticipation and, and anxiety about that. And, you know, like, I'll, I don't have a kid. And I, you know, it's so interesting. Like, just, I can't imagine even just watching your child pubertize in itself. Like, people, children look different all the time from, like, 5 to 12 or, like, you know. And this is, like, one of those things where you're like, oh, you're going to see a transition, you know, a person that had gone through, like, a, a transition and looks like, a, you know, who did she think that, you know, what would have, what would a masculinization of who her child was in her mind? You know what I'm saying? So when we get to see this incredibly beautiful, 
welcome. Uh, you can really tell also how handsome she finds Karak. Like, and it just, how beautiful, but also handsome in a way, you know? And it makes me really, really happy. Yeah, I love the point, the moment where Kirok sees his mother with the, the thing over her face. And she, you know, um, he's like, Mom, why you got that on? And she's like, well, it's because the chemo has changed this color of my skin. So I have discoloring. It's dark right here and whatever. And he lulls her into such a comfort place that she's able to take it off by the time, like later on, you know, cameras are still there in their home. She has a conversation about totally accepting her child. And she's like, that's my son. You know, he's always been that. And, you know, the family is there, you know, because she's been living. Brittany has been living with his cousins and that whole setup thing. Like, where's EB's? Where is EB's ass? You know what I'm saying? Where is EB's trifling ass? If if Detective EB was sent on the case, Inspector EB was there to watch Brittany, then why ain't he here now? But Inspector EB. Yeah. So I, 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 you know, we all knew it was kind of fraud, but <laughs> I wonder what, when we get Evie coming back, I wonder what that conversation is going to be like. I'm just really happy for Kirok and he apologizes for not being there. You know, he, truthfully, it sounds like the reason why he got caught up was just a backstory of father stuff. You know, I, I want to know if Kirok and his mother was married to the father when the father told him to get out um, because he came out. And I'm not even sure if he came out as trans, like the reason why, you know, there was, he, the father said that to him. And so he just went out to the streets. Like he felt like nobody loved him and he was going through, you know, probably some kind of dysmorphia when it comes to like what he was seeing in the mirror and who he needed to be and who was being accepted his mother going through chemo and being the first one of the family to not pass away from it, you know, generation wise. And I know someone like that. I know someone who is lineages like that, where every generation someone gets cancer and overcomes it or doesn't overcome it. And this time they, because of modern medicine, able to overcome it. And so it's just such, you know, it's just a, such a beautiful, beautiful thing. And so it was really nice to see this interaction. Okay, so yeah, Kirok, listen, Kirok's whole family, the, the women in Kirok's family have a generational genetic kind of breast cancer. Yep. Now, what we don't know is if, if Kirok has ever been tested. Because yeah. I know there's like gene therapies to find out, you know, percentage wise. And if Kirok has like come to some sort of understanding of that. And or, my God bless, I will tell you this, like, so if you have... You know, we know that these genes exist, and so sometimes people people will elect to have a double mastectomy if this is the case. And then I wonder for someone like Kirok, who that might or might not be on his radar anyway for his own transitional purposes. We don't know, you know. And I wonder if that has come into play, or if you know, like if it's now what if it's it, this is a lot of information and a lot of like sudden interesting conversation and very real things and it's so weird because then we're going to have what like a fake scene between so and so it's always crazy when you have these nuggets of like stark realism and an, an intense life or death high stakes human drama that feels very real yeah uh well now i'll never get over how beautiful this scene was or how 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 loving and warm that they're 
their energy was for each other. Like I was happy to see he rock with the brother, with his brother, you know, fuck his dad. Uh, and you know, yeah. Yeah. And I'm very, the rap, the rap he did in front of the prison to Brittany and Brittany was like, so, and it was just like the rap. I mean, was it bars? No, for me, no, but it definitely did outline his journey and how he sees himself now and how his life took a turn that he regrets because of the hurt that happened in the home. So I I'm I don't want to see any more fake nonsense from them, but I know we will because I feel like we've been seeing their all all last season was fake nonsense for the most part. And so I just I'm happy for this. I'm happy we got this and I will hearken back to this once it gets silly. <laughs> uh, are you ready to move on? I would love it. Okay, uh, Andy and Brittany, what even happened here? You know, it, it's only because this was a weird, yeah, this was like a, okay. So obviously, as we know, he brought his son and balloons and Gracie's there. And now everyone's all on the road to get Brittany. And we have all of the other, you know, we have to like kind of, the other thing about the transition from love during lockup to love after lockup is they kind of want, to assume that there might be people who are just tuning in as if they hadn't just seen the whole last season. So there's going to be a little like backstory, you know, cleanup of like the fact that, yeah, this person is a, is a cop that just keeps being with addict women and, you know, all the stuff or whatever. So, um, but we do get uh, Brittany out and, you know, really mild trauma to understand how deep Gracie has suffered because of the fact that her mom got into meth and she was the oldest child. So she probably saw it a lot. And then she, she says this thing that I will say, I want to be true. And we see and have heard, which is a daughter who is around the age of like 15 to 19, who now watches her adult mom come out of prison and either she or her mom has a promise that like, I'll never go back. This will never, I don't think it was going to happen again. I think this is the final one. And there's something about that is like, oh dear God, I hope it is. It's very hard to watch. It's always hard to watch children at all. But like, it's always this age range of like a 15 to 19 year old who has already seen it and she's out. And there's just like, I just hope to God for you that like, you're not just going to repeat another cycle of trauma in front of your child. Yeah, it's always difficult for me when someone is not on drugs, has a bunch of children, and then is like, oh, guess what, drugs. And I think that's that's hard. So um, that's hard. So I, I really feel for Gracie. And she's like, I know my mom won't go back in this time. And I was like, girl, do not put your faith in that. But, you know, she's young. She, she Her mother was 16. She was 16 when her mother went in. Um, and she says, Brittany, from her own mouth, that every single cop in her town knows her by the back of her head. She is just wild in the streets. I mean, just a wild Tasmanian devil. That was before she had kids, too. That's before she had kids. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So she was already a, yeah, whether she, you know, that means this. That means this person might have got into meth, but this person had probably already had some substance issues like alcohol mm-hmm. that was that and or some mental challenges that was allowing her to run a ruckus a lot, you know, mm-hmm. run a muck, you know. So 
once we found all that out i was like andy take your son and just go the fuck home and then who who didn't who didn't get helium in the balloons chris who didn't who he went somewhere and got balloons and didn't even say didn't even splurge for the helium talking about we're gonna release it the shit didn't even go anywhere just like blew in in his face or something it just like and then they sat there for two hours (laughs) holding it's the three of them he's holding He's holding a um a a vase, a square beautiful va- arrangement. Now I'm gonna tell you this: the colors were he picked a bunch of colors. He picked every color, honey. It's a it was a it was blue, yellow, red, green. They're all there. Okay, everything is represented. He is holding it's a square box. Him, Gracie, some with balloons for two hours just standing there. I don't understand how and why would you put down the flowers like. Go back in the car, put the flowers in the car. Like, you cannot, I can't even imagine. Uh, can I be honest? There's no way. There's no way yeah. that, that man stood there with his arms like that. There's no that way was, that he could hold up yeah. for two hours. That's like, it was a lie. That's, either, either it was a straight up lie that it was two hours, or they actually did just go sit in the car. But what, it, what, it, I mean, Gracie hates Andy. It's clear that she doesn't like him. It's clear that she's like, I don't think my mom, I feel like she doesn't think her mom should be in a relationship. She should just focus on the kids and go back to wherever. And this was just all very, very true. But like, it's, she's like, I'm uncomfortable, like all this stuff. And I just, you know, I, I don't, I don't get it. Actually, I don't, but that's her, that's her piece. That's her life. And so I I think it's that thing where like Lizzie's daughter felt it too, Mm -hmm. where they feel, fuck our mom. I think our mom is a little bit crazy. But I want the best for her. I'm too young to have the emotional IQ to understand this person might have to be cut out of my life because she might be crazy. But what I'm feeling right now is this. My mom's out. I'm so excited. Why is, she, why is my mom simping with this really ugly, disgusting old man? Both women thought that. Why is my mom simping with this old, disgusting man? She must need something. What she needs. And then they think they know intrinsically that probably their mother is manipulating or needing something. Brittany needs stability in her money and andy has already talked about the fact that he's going to give britney money and has given britney money and they're even setting up what this season might be which is britney asking for more money so i think that straight up gracie can feel it all so right now she's embarrassed she's cringy she doesn't want it like she's now she wants her mom out of prison she wants her mom to do well she wants her mom to have money and stability but she's seeing what her mom is doing to get it which is you know being with a disgusting person yep so, I mean, I think that anybody would judge, not anybody, but a lot of people judge folks who just like choose to pick up somebody who's in prison because it feels like they are not scavenging, but they are, they are purposely going for folks in prison, trying to use them in some way, you know? Yeah. So. Brittany, yeah. Brittany doesn't have a lot of options. Brittany is not a good looking woman. I think she is. Oh no, she's, she's rough. Yeah, she's rough, um, but I think she has a great smile. I think she's cute. It's just so interesting. You and I have such different... <laughs> Every time I'm like, yeah, you're like, no. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, never. Yeah, well, I know, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's hilarious. Okay, last couple is Louis and Melissa. Uh, Melissa's father lost weight. I didn't even recognize him. Uh, Louis, uh, Melissa's sister also just like fully forced went into her hairstyle. I mean... Listen, I, I am never one to tell someone that, hey, I don't care if, if people who are not black get braids. I don't, I don't care about it usually at all. And I don't care about this, this either, but I'm like, damn, like, does she fully go and get, 
faux locks. They look faux locks. They look like she just sat in somebody's chair and they just, and I know they're not like, maybe that's her, like, I don't know. Maybe she's like Misty Woo Woo, you know, she like reads tarot. I don't know. Um, and then like both her, like <laughs> Melissa is the most, we don't see any of Melissa's tattoos if she has any. Melissa is the seemingly to me the most grounded as far as the sisters go. She's the one who looks like she has a steady job. She's the one who looks like she pays all her bills on time. Her other two sisters just look like, I mean, the whole chest tattoo. <laughs> other two, <laughs> other two sisters look like they're into some shit. One is tarot, and the other one is like, I don't know, something else. Did you see what I wrote down? No. I said, they look like Jersey Amy Winehouses. <laughs> like, the yeah. Hair, like, the, like, the obviously dyed dark, 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 dark hair. The eye makeup, it's like the kind, very pale, kind of skinnier faces, you know, like juxtaposed against, you know, darkened hair. And then tattoos, yes, and like tattoos and tank tops you know like the, the the vibe almost was kind of like obviously yes trashy rockery like when i say yeah. any white house obviously not like doo-wop but that kind of like they're gonna go to yeah they're definitely gonna go uh like to some groupie like it's giving groups like live music all like this person's definitely listening to live music every night of the week and it's like in a bar a time. yeah it's definitely not like lana del rey yeah yeah it's like yeah it's so those two look like they'd be dating somebody in prison and then Absolutely. the one who looks like she has the steady job and has to like answer to a boss is the one who's doing it so it just i do love their relationship though i love when they laughed at what their dad was wearing like that was the best because me and my siblings do the same thing i'd be like what was he wearing can we just start laughing so it's like I, their camaraderie is cute or whatever she's late i mean apparently she's chronically late because they're like, yeah, why were you late? And then the mother, Donna, she's like, oh, yeah, you're late. And I'm like, you know what? Melissa, stop wasting these people's time. <laughs> just show up on time, Melissa. Um, some of us have ADD. And some of us just like, you know, like, listen, some of us some of us run late and, you know, get anxious when we have to leave. And sometimes there's things that happen. And so sometimes we were, you know, five minutes is like, you know, five to 15 minutes. We just have to, like, give everyone a buffer. I think a five to 15, you know, 15 minutes is chill. And if you, you know, maybe she reached out. But I will just want to second this. You're so right. The sisters, the one of the better parts of the dialogue of the entire episode is the sisters, like, ragging on each other. How yeah. fast they are to be like about his teeth and like you know like they are quick they are they are quicking quick 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 you know I mean, and they don't give not a one f you know that dad they, is quick too he was like ah! and we were all like eh. i mean listen that's not my experience my dad has all his original teeth so like i, I you know i it just it's weird it freaks me out <laughs> yeah um it is true like yeah melissa is Melissa is, yeah, Melissa, yeah, Melissa likes some bad boys. Maybe that's oh what it's. No teeth is such a big thing. Like, I, I remember just being like, oh, you know, like, I can't imagine kissing a, a cigarette smoker, but oh, I definitely I did in my twenties. Oh, I'm never. Oh, for sure, I did. In fact, in my twenties, I'm sure guys were quote unquote hotter to me if I looked out and they were smoking a cigarette right and hotly at a bar you know what i'm saying like there's certain ways that you know like i can you know where i'm like oh, oh okay well okay you know i'm like hey 
Okay. So I think that in that way, I got you over. You don't even know what just happened. Teeth We'd... hygiene. Yeah, you got it. You can pick it up. Like in that moment, I got over the teeth hygiene of this person being like, he's a smoker, but I'm into it. I'm going to kiss it. I'm going to like taste it. Everything is going to be fine. I'm into it. And there's got to be this place that she's gotten to where like, I'm going to kiss this his mouth and the four teeth that are left in various areas, you know, we'll see how they do with that, you know, like, and if I French kiss, it's just going to be like tugging a thing of like jello, you know, like not marry any, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, she has in her mind remedied that. Yeah. I mean, the fact that someone lost all their teeth due to meth is like intense for me. That and- No, it was the jail. That's the reason why. And the sister's like, but but why? Because really, the jail just pulled out normal, healthy teeth. What was there a reason why, bitch? She's like, just kidding, man. Did you notice that every picture they show of them from high school is black and white, meaning that they were like either sophomore or juniors or whatever? They weren't even seniors. Where you get the color photo? So like, did he? He didn't even make it to senior year, bro. Like he, she was like, he was hot. You know, he was the definitely the bad boy. And I'm like. Even if the bad, if if I were to start dating the bad boy, he would need to be five years in recovery and also making a, a like a good, good living as like a construction worker or something like he would need to be so far away from that. that I, I mean, and living in a different place. And she wants to bring him back to New Jersey where he got into drugs. It's just like it's so dumb. Then we get Debbie. I'll tell you this. Debbie had a little glow up. Donna? Donna. Her hair grew. Donna had a glow up. She did. She looks, she looks way better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's still short uh, enough, you know, but she's long enough to do, you know? It's yeah. like, it was like, you know, when we first met Debbie of Debbie and Colty? It course. was like she had she had that haircut. Yes. Um, where she was like, absolutely no maintenance is required. And then it grew mm-hmm. out a little longer. And now she was given like good little swoop. That little like swoopy doop in the front here. This What is this? Like, Chris, I was like looking at it and I was going to ask you, like, she blow dries it? What happens? I think that she was, a cur- I think it's a one big curler. I think it's a curler. Oh. Uh, a single curler. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. You know, I think about the curlers. I loved so many curlers back then. Like, my, you know, my mother and my grandmother had just the ones you know where you kind of, like, roll them down. That's the pinnacle, and you would have to put this U-shaped thing. You would hold it. That's, oh, a that's hot like one. The one hot one then there would be then in the 90s there were the hot rods and they were these long skinny tubes that you would pull out hot and then you'd wrap your hair around it and it would just be like this holding thing it looked like sleeping curlers it's so funny because suddenly as a society we were like you know what fuck curlers we'll just use curling irons but they already had curling irons but we were i feels like we were just like you know what fuck it We'll just use curling irons. We'll like have a curling iron. We'll wrap it. We'll get out. Wrap it. You know, like, and then it became that thing you wrap. Sometimes you wrap it the other way. Sometimes you leave the ends out and that gives it more of a beachy curl. I know that people still might use curling curlers like or set their hair in big foam rollers and stuff like that. I love that. I love it. You love that? Yeah. You know what? I feel like there was a time frame in our, in our recent history where every woman, regardless of hair texture and, and like culture used to set their hair before they went to bed or did something where like, I think, I mean, I don't know this, but I imagine, and I don't know this cause I don't have that kind of hair, but I imagine that like the hot ones, the hot ones that you pull out and you put up on your hair. I imagine that those are probably healthier for your hair than a hot ass curling iron going on it. I just, I love the pageantry of like 
oh, I'm just going to put my hair in these little curls or I'm going to get like a soft pillow thing. I'm going to put rags or, you know, I just like the, I like that. I, I think that, you know, that's something that black women still do. We have to wrap our hair at night. We have to put a head thing on. And it's something that we never stopped doing. And like, but other cultures did stop doing it. And now like the bonnets, now that black women are like on social media with bonnets and stuff, there's so many non-black folk who roam around with bonnets now that I'm like, listen, let's normalize it because women sometimes do that to their hair. So let's not say like, oh, only they do that. You know, it's like there was a time when everyone set their hair at night. Not to say she'd be uncomfortable and sleep with fucking curls, I get it. But no, <laughs> I have got the little pillow curlers. There's little pillow curlers that I don't mind, you know, but um, They're cute. And yeah. it like keeps your hair, you know, it's not all over the place. It's not in a ponytail and like breaking your hair. It's, you know. Yeah, you got to do something. I, you know, it's this a whole thing to like sleep with silk, you know, it's a whole thing. Mm -hmm. It's a whole thing. Um, Did we talk about the black ombre sparkle nails that Melissa had on? Oh my God, we didn't, but let's Okay, because I did have these nails. Uh, I think I, th I think I got these nails. Okay. The, the black sparkle gold ombre from either the base going this way or the tip going down. I think I was like mildly obsessed with for the first time, like 10 years ago, like for a new year's Eve, it's where they, again, well, they just get, you know, whatever shimmer glitter and they can either pat it on and then ombre it either again from the base or the top. Now she has it from the top ombre down against mm -hmm. black. Mm -hmm. It is perfect. You know, I really just love anybody who gets their nails done. I, I th there are certain because I do it, and we all know I've talked about it a million times. I love it when I can tell that there is like a, uh, not effort. That's the wrong way, but there is a, a regimen. You know, yeah. I go get my nails done every two weeks. There's gonna be something different. You're gonna see a little something, and like I also get my eyebrows done. Like I, you know, you go get Bellagio to your hair. No, Bellagio. Get Bellagio done in my hair. Bellagio, like right? Um, or you know, you have yeah. a you have a a thing, thing that you do. You know, I love a regimen, and I love yeah. it for men too. I love it for anyone, it, all spectrums. I love it when I can tell that a person like made some choices before they left the home. You know, they take care. We we want to see people take care of themselves because yeah. you know, and have self respect. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I don't want to see people just running around in PJ pants, honey. Um, <laughs> all right, my loves, I think that we've come to an end. Yeah, we have. We have come to the end. I hope we didn't miss anything from the Louis and Melissa thing. But uh, yeah, that Donna's like, I was the one sending him gifts. I was the one doing all of this. You think this little girl is going to swoop in and take my man? I mean, son? No, I'm making Louis bed. <laughs> yeah and then melissa's like and i'm getting louis favorite italian wedding cookies i know um but we love to see it all right you guys no there is an all right you guys we're saying bye but also there is another fun couple that they haven't introduced yet that i already know someone else is coming back and i can't remember who it is do you remember seeing it seeing them and you're like i was like oh such and such is in this is in this season no i watched <sighs> this on friday no Things have so many things have happened since no memories for little Chrissy Pooh. No, all oh. right, <laughs> we'll see you guys later. Um, if you guys want to see the visuals of what you're listening to right now, you're joining us on patreon.com slash docusweeties for ten dollars a month. You get a live every first Monday of the month, you get to get extra footage, you get the episode uh, a day before, uh, it goes live on the free feed. And if you just want to support us, if you're like, hey, I want to support these ladies who make us laugh, please, ten dollars a month. 
patreon.com slash docusweeties. But if you don't have that and you want to support us in other ways, Chris will tell you how to do that. Uh, just go into your social medias. Make sure you're liking and following. You know, just like all of our posts, just every single one of them and sharing. But if you can, whatever, do you do. Um, we are at docusweeties on Instagram, on TikTok, on X. We have to add a one though. It's at docusweeties1. We are also on Facebook. We have a Facebook group, the docusweeties podcast group so join us on all of that if you want to give us five stars that's another free thing you can do to make sure that you know you really are sending at home how much you like and accept us and we need it i mean we have insecure attachment i do i won't put that on law but i do uh so you have to really validate me through your words of affirmation anyway having said all that we love you guys so much and we're on this journey and honey it's life it's life after lockup it's life for the rest of our lives all right we'll talk to you later all right bye bye